welcome to the Lift As You Climb podcast, where it's all about the journey and the joy to discovering who you are now and deciding who you want to become and embracing your genuine identity, influence, and impact. In each episode, we'll explore how life's experiences have prepared us for what we choose to do next and how to create our encore, write our own script, and star in the next stage of our lives. I'm your host, your next business strategist and transformation catalyst, Isabel Banerjee. Welcome back, my friends. Today is story time on our podcast. You know, story time like when we were children and someone read us those fables and fairy tales of princesses and good against evil and beautiful overcoming ugly. I don't know about you, but I had a pretty rich diet of Mother Goose nursery rhymes and Disney princess stories and movies that set up in my impressionable young mind my belief that light and beautiful and white was the ideal that I should aim for, and that anyone who was different, dark, misunderstood or perhaps had some flaws or imperfections physically, must not be good, and therefore must be evil. Any wonder that we are confused as women growing up about what's important to be valued and to feel valued, because the emphasis for us as children was all on how we looked and how demure and genteel we were, and if we had enough value to be rescued by the charming prince. So to set up our conversation, I would like to take a moment and read to you an excerpt from my book, and then I'm going to come back, and let's talk a little bit about what that inspired in your thoughts. This is a reading from the book Who Am I Now? Feminine Wisdom Unmasked and Uncensored Read by the author, Isabel Banerjee Once upon a time Once upon a time there was a perfect woman. She awoke every morning with a dewy, flawless complexion, perfectly arched brows, long, luscious lashes, rosy, high cheekbones, and lips that Angelina Jolie envied. She embodied all the best features of Disney's favorite princesses and was forever free from cellulite, stretch marks, and underarm saggy wings. Her gorgeous locks fell effortlessly into style, and her roots never gave her away. Hair grew only where it should be seen, and tweezers were redundant. Her smile was perfect, and she never woke with morning breath. As you may have guessed, she did not fart, belch, sweat, or snort when she laughed hard. She never experienced root canals, dental implants, or bridges, 
and plaque could not attach to her pearly whites. Her neck was smooth, her decolletage felt like satin, her breasts were perky, and her ass was high and tight. When posed nude like a Grecian statue, not a single varicose vein, scar, age spot, or zit could be seen on her body. Her periods were perfectly minimal, cramp and bloat-free, and never interfered with vacations or date night. Each slender hand was soft and smooth and tipped with ten perfectly manicured nails. Her feet were shapely and proportionate and exempt from bunions, calluses, and chipped toe polish. Any prince would rather kiss those sweet toes instead of trying the slipper on. She told the truth about her weight, even though it was always exactly perfect. And of course, no one would believe her real age, so she didn't need to discuss that. Our perfect woman was always even-tempered and kind. Her good nature allowed her to listen to political rants and endless Facebook sales pitches with Mona Lisa composure. Her BFFs were forever on Facebook. She learned that she liked people much better when they were liking her. She never judged anyone on their narcissistic video broadcasts for moving cars or criticized their choice of camera angle or background sounds and light. Her own social media was always perfect, relevant, and fascinating. Exempt from ego and insecurity, she could declare, mirror, mirror on the wall, my selfies are the best of all. Her license plate was Ideal Me, and she always got the parking spot closest to the entrance. She never forgot her shopping bags and took precisely the right number of bags into the store each time. Her coupons were sorted by date and then alphabetically. Of course, she was an impeccable chef, and all her meals were Instagram-worthy. She didn't eat the food. She just commemorated it on social media. It helped her to maintain that perfect figure. Leftover wine was stored at the perfect temperature. Ladies, we know there's no such thing as leftover wine. Her home sparkled, and the dust bunnies had been trained to line up and march right out the front door. Her toilets were always clean. Her closets and drawers were all conmarried, and her shoes were arranged by designer on remote-controlled towers. Our fair maiden of the story was, as you may have anticipated, a sex kitten, a tigress and a skilled lover. She knew what she wanted and was not afraid to ask for it. She was always ready. Her legs were smooth and her Brazilian was fresh. Her lingerie was seductive and expensive. She astutely invested in rechargeable batteries. 
She always enjoyed multiple orgasms. She just wouldn't settle for less. And now, I'm guessing that you're calling bullshit. That woman cannot exist. But she does, in the subconscious of our collective minds. The leading lady of this fable embodies just some of the criticism, unrealistic expectations, and judgments that we, as women, have embraced, projected, and struggled with throughout our lives. As ridiculous as this fairy tale seems, it's only part of the story that we tell ourselves. We hold ourselves up to impossibly perfect standards that were set by others. I think it's time we talk about how some of these ideals were embedded into our subconscious. Think back to your childhood exposure to books and film. The female protagonists were damsels in distress, in need of rescue by a gallant knight, porcelain-skinned beauties whose life purpose was to attract the mate who would save her father's kingdom, and naive females who battled the consequences of wicked stepmothers or grandmother-eating wolves. To make it into the story, they had to be pretty, vulnerable, and able to communicate with wild creatures. To survive, they had to seduce, sacrifice, and stay attractive. I don't remember many examples of strong, confident female role models that were encouraged to be intelligent, independent thinkers, while also being loving and trustworthy. Brene Brown said, It's time to be a lot more empathetic with ourselves. Let us be kind and remind ourselves that, from early childhood, we were fed a diet of perfect princesses. Only the pretty ones were good, light, and sparkly. The evil queens were always frightening, ugly, dark. Only the perfect, pretty, size zero ones got the happy ending. It's time to re-examine the plot and change some paradigms. We can write our own story and definition of perfection, and we can all live happily ever after with our perfectly imperfect bodies, attitudes, selfies, and housekeeping. Let's start a conversation by answering this question. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who is our harshest critic of them all? Signed, Fairy Godmother Isabel. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed story time and that I brought a smile to your face as you started to recognize the fallacy of some of our beliefs, how they may have been anchored in the modeling that we received as children about what constitutes beauty and value in an individual. As I record this episode, the movie Cruella with Emma Stone is breaking records at the box office. Once again, it's a story of how people judge us by our physical appearance based on standards and perceptions 
and prejudices, biases that have been established long ago. Really, when are we as women going to get it? No one else should have the right to define us. It's up to us. Take back the pen and write the script for the future you desire that will showcase you in all of your beauty and your talent and your ability. No one else should write our story. No one else should decide for us what is beautiful, what is valuable, or what our legacy will be. When I started to write the book, Who Am I Now? I struggled to define myself. And finally, I did come up with a process. In terms of being an author of my future, I realized that first I needed to write the prologue of the story. And I created a tool I call my personal currency evaluation. What it does is help me capture and update and review regularly all of the lifetime value that I have my strengths, my skills, the experience of my life that no one else has, my accumulated tacit knowledge, the resources that I have. I created a simple model that I'd like to share with you. You can get a copy at www.myencore.me. And I hope that will help you to start writing your next story. I'll put the link in the show notes. Let's close the storybook for today. But I invite you to stick around because I'm going to share a very fascinating story about the woman, the life, and the movement that she created. I have the extreme honor of being able to interview Jen Harper, who was recently named by Chatelaine Magazine as Woman of the Year. If you don't know who Jen Harper is, go check out Cheekbone Beauty and get a little bit of her story. But I'm going to share a lot more in our conversation. Jen is a role model. She's a champion for beauty, diversity, and women's rights. And I couldn't think of anybody better to define what Lift As You Climb means for all of us. Don't miss that episode. Subscribe to the podcast. Turn on the notifications so that you'll be first to hear the interview. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to more people by sharing this episode on social media or leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. To catch all of the latest from me, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in my community Facebook group, The Lift As You Climb Movement, where you can engage, be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like-minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster, 
and a spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment, your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember that your success may be the foundation to someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world. Mm-hmm.